Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Heck. And I'm Eric Garrison. And today we are joined by T. Davis, Assistant Director of Health Promotion, a colleague and friend right down the hall in our home base of the Wellness Center. T. is going to talk with us about health coaching today. How you doing, T.? All is well. Oh, it's good to hear. So T, we have a program available through Health Promotion that's been around for a couple of semesters now, um, Integrative Health Coaching. And we've got a few more staff members that you've added onto your crew of health coaches. Um, walk us through what is Integrative Health Coaching? So health coaching is similar to sports coaching, except the client is in the driver's seat and they create their goals as well as the strategies on how they'll arrive at those goals. So anybody that's been around coaching knows that usually the coach comes up with the game plan and the players implement it. Well, in this case, the client comes up with the game plan. I'm an assistant coach or whoever the health coach is, is an assistant coach and you proceed in that way. So what are some of those topics that are addressed in health coaching when the client is really driving that boat, creating those goals? What does that look like in practice? It could be anything from waste loss, stress reduction, dietary changes, tobacco. Sometimes people want to cut back or quit smoking. Um, Anything that's around health behavior. So it doesn't have to just be like a physical well-being. And it, it can be occupational. I've had somebody um, was more intellectual, I guess, trying to decide if they wanted to or go to grad school. So it could be anything. And T, I, having been a former coach myself uh, for high school soccer, I know what a coach is. I know what a player is. I know what a manager is. What, is, what isn't a, a health coach? Well, we are not counselors or therapists. Now, uh, we help the person walk through, again, they, they come up with their plan. Uh, we do an assessment. We talk about values, goals, um, what is meaningful for them at the, the present time and, and life purpose. And then they'll do an assessment on, and we have a conversation. And at the end of the conversation, they decide, okay, this is where I think my focus should be. And then we proceed with setting up like strategies. And once they have a strategy, they get to go out and practice. And then they come back to me in a couple of weeks or whoever the health coach is in a couple of weeks. And we say, how did it go? And then we tweak it as necessary and continue to build on until they feel like they're ready to take it on without a coach. So in the realm of health coaching, um, what qualifies as health, though? Well, the person defines health. So quite often, even if I say occupational wellness, so what does that mean to you? Like, that's a question that we ask. So we don't try to assume anything. We ask the person what it means to them. So I would ask them, what does health mean? Some people might say that's not just the absence of disease. Some people might broaden that out to having the eight dimensions of wellness. So that's up to the client on how they define health. And T, in your experience, how have you noticed that the the values that people are identifying helps to shift and shape their goals? Well, one of the things that, you know, values drive our motivations and our behaviors. So once we, 
you know, clarify, okay, some values and what's purposeful and meaningful. And then we're able to say, okay, so now we want to, to change our diet. So then we focus on, okay, how important is that? And how confident are you in, in making these changes? And so then we go through a process of talking through that. And if it's not that important, or if it's important, but you don't have confidence, then we work through like, so what could build that confidence? And that's how we proceed with, with all of that. So it's just kind of identifying values, um, their vision, their optimal health vision and values, and then moving into their uh, current health status. And then there's a piece of that where you're navigating the, the boundaries to that ultimate goal. Yes. So when they come up with a strategy, we talk about like, okay, so what are potential barriers to you doing this? And so then we create a backup plan. So I want to go running two times a week. So, okay, that's great. What happens if it rains on the two, one of the two days that you've chosen? Because we try to get very specific. So we don't say two times a week. Okay, so which two days? Looking at your schedule on a typical week, which two days? So they say Tuesday and Thursday. So, okay, if it rains on Tuesday or Thursday, what is your backup plan? Okay, well, I don't know. So then we talk through that. Or they may say, oh, well, I could just go to Campus Rec or I have a treadmill in my house or whatever the backup plan is and then proceed. Now, T, it sounds like from what you're saying that there's a lot of like really good you know, background from, from your standpoint here or from the other health coaches that you mentioned. I'm, I'm hearing things like, almost like the health belief model, almost like motivational interviewing. How did you and your, your partners get trained in this? Or how did you get qualified to be a health coach? So I personally, my graduate work is in um, health and kinesiology with an emphasis in health behavior. Now, most of the other health coaches have either gone through Duke's health coaching and well-being training, or they have, um, actually some of them, there's a new uh, board certification um, that like this is like two years recent that this came in a couple of them well at least I know one of them has taken that so you, there is a training process like we're just not guessing and asking questions there's a research that backs what we're mm, doing mm. I think that's a really great question because you hear health coaching and and it, it's kind of a common term and, and really what are, what are those credentials what's the what are the pieces that or implemented and put into action as you're working through the process. So it's nice to know that there is a process um, that can be applied to a multitude of, of situations and um, issues and, and defining your goals. Um, so T, what kind of William and Mary student um, or even faculty and staff, is it open to faculty and staff? It's open to everyone. Currently I've probably worked with more staff than students. I feel like we've had one faculty person take us up on the offer to do it. But yes, it's open to everybody. And what kind of student or staff or community member um, may want to seek health coaching? Anybody can, obviously. Um, usually people come because they, like they might have had success in the past. Some life event happened, something happened and they just fell off. And they keep trying to get back on the horse, for lack of a better word, but they keep falling off. So they just need that little some support or somebody to help them with accountability. 
So they'll come in. Or you might just be new to health coaching and it's just a whole new behavior that you want to do. Like you come to college, you've never lift weights, but that's something that you're interested in doing. You have no idea like how to even work this into your routine. And so we'll talk through that, talk through the barriers again. But quite often what happens, uh, Lindsay, is individuals come in with an idea of what they feel like they want to work on. But once we start talking about back to the values and the vision, and then they do the assessment, quite often it's something else that they wind up exploring that's more prominent than what they actually thought after we have a conversation. It's like, mm, I did think I wanted to start with physical activity, but I think looking at this and this process that we've gone through, I think I want to start with my dietary changes. That's so interesting. And I'm wondering too, as you're working through the coaching process and people are working towards their goals, do you feel like most people are able to achieve those outcomes at the end of the experience? I've had, and I not pat myself on the back. Personally, I've had good success. Uh, and I say I, they have had good success. I've just been along for the ride and I tell them I appreciate them allowing me to walk on their journey with them. But yes, most people are able to, they get to a point where they don't need me to help them be accountable. They understand the process of, okay, let me make sure that I uh, explore the potential barriers and come up with backup plans and if I don't get something done, it's not the end of the world. Because quite often, you know, we talk, oh, failure is the end of the world. No, uh, what is the, the guy says something to the effect of the light bulb. He learned 10,000 ways not to make one. And so it wasn't like, oh, I quit. It's just like, okay, I learned a way that I'm not able to do it. Let's find a way I can. T, you were just talking about, you know, at the end of the process when someone might say goodbye to you or thank you for your help. But I want to go back to the beginning of that cycle. What would make a person say, you know what, I don't want to watch a YouTube video. I don't want to read a book about this. So at what point would a person say, I, I, I probably need to see a health coach? So, yeah, I've read a bunch of books. I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos. I've listened to a bunch of podcasts, but I'm still not where I want to be. I'm still not able to manage my stress in a healthy way, or I'm still not working out like I like. And then that's when you might need to have a conversation with uh, health coach. And it really seems like that element of accountability is what's a really great push point of getting people to maintain the connection, the commitment, um, and just develop that awareness to what is it that's driving them either to avoid working towards that goal or, or, and also through identifying what it is that's driving them to achieve that goal. Um, that awareness, that intentionality, and then to be able to turn back to the health coach who then is holding them accountable for all of those pieces. Um, I like right. how that works. Quite often this it's like, oh, I don't want to go back to T and say I didn't do anything, so let me do something. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, I don't want to be, or the health coach doesn't want to be an enabler. And so at some point it has to be intrinsic, but yes quite often to begin with is that accountability like somebody is going to check on me and see if I did what I said I was going to do. Now T you just made me think of something speaking of accountability how frequent is this so if, if I were seeing you as a health coach how often would I be communicating with you? So the first uh, session 
This is an hour or so. Depends on how much we can get covered with the vision values and assessment piece. You might come in the next week, but after that is every two weeks. So two weeks is enough time for you to practice um, and then come back and, again, we reassess our plan and, and tweak it and say, all right, let's go out and practice for another two weeks and then you come back. And they use this for a semester. So every okay. two weeks for a semester, about three months is usually enough time uh, for people to change or make a behavior change. And how much does this cost a student or staff member? This sounds like pretty pricey. This is at no cost. Shut the front door. No cost. So I would say free, but no cost. You do have to commit to time and you do like you we do want you to come in prepared to do some work and not like I'm not gonna give you the answers. Like this is about the person and we're gonna ask the right questions and you will have the answers. Cause you know you longer than I've known you. So And T, if people are ready to take that step and get engaged with health coaching, what is the best way for them to connect with you or or the program? Go to the William and Mary main page or Google health coaching and put W and M, W M, all of those good things and health coaching will pop up. And then you can read on the page like some of some more about what it is, what is not um, topics, and then there's a space down at the bottom on how to register. That's wonderful, Teed. Thanks so much for coming on and bringing the sense of clarity around health mm, coaching mm. and having this conversation with us. Appreciate your your time and and your perspective at this. And T, I am right down the hall from you, and you taught me three things today that I didn't know. So I'm grateful for that too. Well, thank y'all for giving us an opportunity to talk about one of the things we do that students don't seem to know about. Fantastic. I want to thank my colleague Lindsay Heck. Eric, great being here with you today and having this uh, conversation with our, our hallmate, T. Davis. It's always a pleasure. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, United Healthcare, for the support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Colin Cross, Jenny Helmendaller, Ben Heath, Daria Moody, and myself, Eric Garrison.